you have to yeah. decide how you want to treat the ghostwriter in your process, you know? So. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I think that the EU and, and America as usual and, and UK will probably end up following the European Union and even though it's technically separate, but that I was listening to a, a podcast the other day where somebody was talking to the, who was it? Some commissioner, some Finnish lady who was part of the European Union's putting together Smart e-commerce operators know that net profit is the lifeblood of a business, but at a small and profitable business than a large one which earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook by Jason Miles gives you 17 specific proven profit-taking actions. For a limited time, we are sharing this valuable resource with our listeners completely free. Download your 60-page workbook and start making your business more profitable today. Just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. That's theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. Hey folks, this is Michael Vizi from Amazing FBA Podcast for Amazon Sellers. I'd like to introduce an episode from our sister podcast, The E-Commerce Leader, which has got a slightly broader remit for all e-commerce sellers. In this deep dive episode, Jason Miles and I deep dive into a key e-commerce topic. Hope you enjoy the show. Well, now we're going to move on to the next tool. And that tool is the one most people have heard of and played with, and that's ChatGPT. And the reason I like ChatGPT for this step is because ChatGPT is brilliant for creative writing. And, and so whereas I like to use perplexity.ai for factual-based, you know, specific info, like the historical or factual, you know, data-driven info, I like perplexity for. The creative writing stuff I like, you know, ChatGPT for. So here's my prompt for ChatGPT, you can guess what I'm going to have it do. I'm going to have it write me an article answering this question. So I'll say, please write me a 500 word blog article for business owners, which describes five ways business owners can create jobs, not employment with AI. Now, is that prompt clear enough to chat GBT? I guess we'll find out. That sounds good. I would just put the word small business owners in possibly just because mm. they have a slightly different way of looking at the world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if that will make any difference if it's that refined. Okay, here we go. And I, I like chat GBT's 4.0 version. I, I'm on the, you know, $20 a month plan or whatever. And you can use uh, the 3.5 version if you want. So here it's writing it. It's on, it's blasting through here. It's on the fourth point. It's on the fifth point and it's writing inclusion right now. And so here is in short order, a 500 word article that I haven't read it yet. I don't even know what it says, but here it is. Now here's, here's the thing that I do in this process. I copy it from chat GPT and I move on to my next tool that I like, which is Grammarly. And this is really cool because Grammarly is a tool. And again, I'm not sure technically if it's an AI tool, but it's close enough. It's a tool that's designed to improve writing. And so what's interesting is although ChatGPT might be super creative writer, it's not actually a great writer technically. And so it's fun to use Grammarly to improve the work of ChatGPT. So I just cut yeah. and pasted the article into nice. Grammarly. And it scores it immediately. This article that ChatGPT wrote, it scores it as an 86 out of 100. And it tells me exactly why it's 
not a hundred. Correctness uh, it has issues. Clarity has issues. Engagement is uh, a little off. Delivery is just right. So it's got a rating system inside Grammarly that, you know, that it uses that you can tune actually, and, and you can personally make it do things differently for like, if you want to be encourager as a writer, or if you want to be authoritative, you want to be formal or informal, those kinds of things, you can tune Grammarly for your desired type of writing. So for those who can see the on-screen presentation of this, it's pointing out that in the third sentence, uh, it is uh, not clear. And it's suggesting a rewrite for clarity. I literally just click one button, rewrite for clarity. And, and it, it, it inserts the new rewritten, you know, text. It's also pointing out that the use of quotations, clearly versus straight quote marks is inconsistent throughout the article. And it's asking me to update all of those, which I did. So the score in Grammarly went from, what was it, 86 when we started it? Now it's 89 and I've clicked two things, you know? Wow. So it's well, just like got a few things. Yeah. yeah. It's just got a few things like that that I'll click around on. Hmm. It's, it's just got a clarity, a clarity, a demand that it puts on the writing. And here's nice. another example. And so I'm going to say yes to rewrite the sentence for clarity. If it's helpful for those listening, I'll just read it before and after the current a uh, sentence as written by ChatGPT says, by letting AI handle the tedious chores, employees can focus on complex, creative, and human-centric tasks. That's the sentence Ch ChatGPT wrote. Grammarly is suggesting it be rewritten. Employees can focus on complex, creative, and human-centric tasks by letting AI handle the tedious chores. Which you can, you know, if you read that second one, you're like, oh, that is, that is a little crisper. You know, yeah, fractionally better actually. Yeah, starting with by letting somehow doesn't sound too strong. Yeah, I like and it. starting right. with I employees so much, but not mm -hmm. right way. It, yeah, to parse it, starting with employees at the beginning of the sentence makes it clear who you're. You know, the object of the conversation. True. Yeah. So so anyway, so I'll say rewrite for clarity. Nice. And and I'll just poke around a few more times. Unclear antecedents I always leave alone because I think yeah. that's a silly criticism. But my yeah. score right now in Grammarly is at 92 and it wants me to simplify a few other things. Here's yeah. another one. For example, As continues yeah. to grow, becomes grows. I like that. It's just punchier. Yeah. yeah it's very yeah, journalistic yeah. writing, so just, just simplifying the yeah. language. And yeah. also I've got to say, GPT feels like it swallowed the dictionary and is like the sort of corporate mm -hmm. creep that you hate in your office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the person that made you leave an office. So it's good to, to rewrite for sure, because mm -hmm. its natural style is pretty bad, I think, for most mm -hmm. things. But it's, it's well structured. Um, so this is a good combo of tools. I like. Okay. So I'm just quickly agreeing to the rewrites and suggestions. And, you know, this takes a few minutes to do depending on the length of the article. And, and you can disagree with it. Whenever you disagree, you just hit the garbage can on the idea. Fine. And so, yeah, I like this one too. Honest instead of ethical. So you get the idea, but, but here it is. So it, in just those short few minutes, we've improved this article from a score of 86, I think it was, and we started to 98. So it's nice. out of 100. It's almost perfect. Um, yeah. And so, so here I have, in short order now, to summarize what we've done, started with an idea for a blog article, gotten insight into high traffic key phrases from Uber Suggest and then from Perplexity, 
Then I had perplexity write a whole cluster of 10 ideas around that or associated with it. I took one of those and I had uh, Headline Studio tune up the actual name of the blog article so that it was really super appealing based on data-driven outcomes uh, and a scored rank of the title of the article. Veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business. Better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable, specific and proven profit-taking actions. You can implement them at your own pace and let the power of this trusted framework revolutionize your company. The Profit Habits Workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement. For a limited time, we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60-page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. And then I had ChatGPT write the article, and then I had Grammarly uh, improve the writing. Now, I haven't even read this article yet. Right? So it's at this point, I would personally actually read it and make any changes that I wanted to or take issue with it. You know, if there was something. Do you want me to read it out for the listeners? Because I'm conscious of the audio listeners who aren't seeing the, the thing or is it going to take too long? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Words. Up, there's a little tiny bit of formatting love there that I'm just cleaning up. But this is in Grammarly. Those of you watching on the screen can see that it made it made the list of five things longer. So you, shall we read it? Is this is this going to be good or bad? I have no idea. I don't know. Read it out in a proper, this, Brit- in a beautiful British accent. Read Michael. it in a let's British, beautiful British accent and see, see if I can make this sound intelligent. So this, bear in mind, we started 35 minutes ago, I believe, something like that on this. And obviously I've been interfering, so I'm sure it would be about half an hour. So this is called, what's the, the title of the... The blog article. Oh, the, the title is Five Ways Business okay. Owners Can Create Jobs, Not Unemployment with AI. Five Ways Business Owners Can Create Jobs, Not Unemployment with AI. Artificial intelligence, AI, is no longer a concept limited to sci-fi movies or the tech industry. Its impact extends far beyond penetrating every sector, including small businesses. While many fear that AI will replace jobs and increase unemployment, AI can do just the opposite. It can create jobs and we're here to share five ways with you. Sorry, we're here to share five ways you, as a small business owner, can leverage AI to boost employment. Number one, AI empowers job redesign. AI is excellent at automating repetitive, mundane tasks. Rather than viewing this as a threat to jobs, business owners should see it as an opportunity to redesign roles. Employees can focus on complex, creative, and human-centric tasks by letting AI handle the tedious chores. This not only results in job enrichment, but could also lead to the creation of new roles that didn't exist before, and so on and so forth. That's sounding pretty good. Although reading it aloud is interesting. It makes you feel like certain words that are a bit hard words like results in job enrichment. I kind of mm-hmm. probably rewrite it a tiny bit, like make the job better or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. but it's good. It's it's readable. It feels informed. It feels well written and well researched, even though we haven't done any research on the topic at all. Except perplexity just checked that it wasn't insane. Yeah. Yes. So nice. there you have it. I like there it. There you have it. It's a quality product. Um, this system, this process is, I think, honestly, as I described in the name of this podcast, a five set tool that can really allow us to be superhuman bloggers. And the reality of it is for a lot of us as e-commerce operators, 
we either are kitchen table entrepreneurs that do everything by ourselves or we're building a small team in, in either context, having this set of tools so that you can start blogging with higher quality and more consistently, I think is a fantastic, you know, tool toolkit to pull together. And I'm sure there are many other AI tools that are out there that are, you know, usable in my mind, this is a fantastic, you know, set of tools that we can use really allow us to go deep and create a better, you know, outcome for, you know, the, the, the work that we need to do, which is build traffic to our website, uh, so that we can serve customers well. Nice. I don't think we need to go any further with that. I think that was a nice demonstration we should get people to go over to the ecommerceleader.com. So we'll include, we'll, we'll pop in the video into that blog post so you can see um, exactly what uh, we've been talking about if you're listening to the audio podcast. Other than that, I'm quite impressed. I mean, what I really like about it is it means you can crank out articles, but they're not just junk. They're actually yeah. got some kind of chance of serving a customer with quality thought and quality structured writing, uh, which is really nice. And But I also, I think the, the, the secret source is what you mentioned, which is weirdly enough what I'm taking away because I use some of the same tools, but I've used them to wrap myself up in knots. Mm-hmm. And you've used it to get something out of the door. And I think that's the key is like having a requirement on yourself and or your team to deliver on a deadline, just as a journalist would. And they're not always going to write genius, but it's out there and it's, it's producing that potential for traffic and at least some kind of brand awareness. And, you know, it's starting the ball rolling. So yeah, I totally agree. Taking this. Yeah. A a few other just final comments, you know, about the writing process, you know, you can certainly check in Grammarly to see if there's plagiarism on this article. And, you know, so if there's any chunks that come out of it that are, that are lifted anywhere and there won't be because you've customized and tweaked it. But anyway, Grammarly allows for that, you know, that usage. And I just hit the, you know, plagiarism button for this article. And it said there's only 2% of the text in this article that matches another source. And there's basically a sentence that is similar to something else. And so that's important. The other thing I would just say for those truth focused people among us, which I consider myself truth focused, you certainly can put a footnote at the end of the article that says this article was helped with the, or written with the help of chat GPT, perplexity AI and, and Grammarly or something like that. I mean, you could cite your source and give credit to the author being chat GPT. There's nothing wrong with doing that. In in fact, I think there's some nice credibility there where you would say, you know, this article is written with the help of, or this article was, you know, whatever, revi- or written and revised with content from ChatGPT or, you know, something along those lines. Uh, I think that's a nice way to do it because you don't, you, you know, it's a funny thing right now we're in. It's like, you don't want to claim authorship of what ChatGPT wrote, then again, you kind of do. I mean, it, it's like, it's your, <laughs> it's writing for you. It is an assistant. It's like a ghostwriter. So you have to yeah. decide how you want to treat the ghostwriter in your process, you know? So. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I think that the EU and, and America as usual and, and UK will probably end up following the European Union and even though it's technically separate, but that I was listening to a, a podcast the other day where somebody was talking to the, who was it? Some commissioner, some Finnish lady who was part of the European Union's putting together legislation to deal with AI, basically. And as usual, the 
legislature are somewhat behind the curve, but she's certainly quite impressively on, on the case. And I think that America tends to take the more entrepreneurial bullish view that, you know, AI is generally a good thing and it needs a bit of an edge taken off and the EU is a bit more cautious. So I think mm. there is a bit of a, a divide opening up in some ways across the Atlantic, even to the point where some new features of certain things are available in the States, but not in Europe because the tech-based mm. companies based in the States are a little bit worried about how the Europeans are going to respond and they don't want to expose themselves. But uh, mm. that's interesting because it, in the end, we may be forced into certain things like you've got to admit that it's it with chat GPT or whatever. And yeah. like you, I kind of feel like admitting it, but in a, a well thought through way is probably the best positioning anyway, because then you'll position yeah. yourself as an honest person. And well, everyone now yeah. knows that a lot of things are written by chat GPT anyway. They're not stupid, right? The, the, cat, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. And I, it comes down to this fundamental question. Who is more authoritative? You or ChatGPT? And honestly, if you're writing content, it might be the case in the near future where if you say this article is written with the support of ChatGPT, people will be like, oh, good. It, I know it's true. Or, you know, I, I know it hasn't been, I know it's not just some person's rando, you know, kind of thoughts. This is actually an authoritative article because ChatGPT, you know, was used. It, it's an yeah. interesting idea to think that it might be a more valid source of truth and true. more trusted in the eyes of readers in the future yeah. than just Joe Schmo blogger, you know? That's a very good point. I, I guess that depends on how well versed they are with ChatGPT. If they've ever used it, as you and I mm -hmm. have enough to get it to hallucinate, as they yeah. call it politely, or just yeah. completely make stuff up, then they might be less yeah. uh, impressed with ChatGPT. But I think the fact that you, you could say something like this is written and revised with help from and fact-checked by X and Y, and like a perplexity mm -hmm. and Grammarly, that probably gives more sensible authority than if you just said, I wrote this in, in a wet Wednesday because I had to hit a deadline. So you're right. It's actually used well. Like a lot of things, it's all positioning, isn't it? It's not what mm -hmm. you do. It's not what you say. It's, it's the way you phrase it is everything. Framing is everything. It's one of those yeah. things that comes with again and again. So it's a good point. And uh, yeah, I'm in favor of citing sources in a way because it's a bit like that Cialdini principle using the word because after things gets people to comply more often, even if the answer is just nonsense that comes after because. Then I use the photocopier because I have to make some copies is the classic example. Mm -hmm. And I guess you could say, you know, citing some kind of source, even if it's a bunch of tools, probably gives a bit of authority. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Totally right. Well, and any other points that we haven't covered? Because obviously you're a man who's done a lot of writing and you're now kind of taking it to a, in a different style, really. I like it. Yeah. Um, I would just say that every one of us are on the journey of either literally to the point of this article, creating and embellishing and enhancing our work constructively with AI tools or letting AI tools, you know, potentially victimize us by marginalizing us as, as contributors to the internet economy. And I think that our opportunity is to lean into them, figure out how to use them effectively and be productive. I just, I would encourage people not to be concerned or be, uh, you know, kind of the Luddite approach about these. They're not going away. And, you know, I think it behooves each of us to figure out how we can integrate them into our business effectively. Yeah, totally. I think Luddites in e-commerce, the clue being in the e-word, are probably not going to do very well. But yeah, particularly with AI, I think you're right. I think we have to take whatever tools uh, there are and use them wisely. And as you said, use them ethically as well. And great example. Love it. So folks, if you want to get this, once again, theecommerceleader.com, probably the best place to 
to check out what we're doing there. I guess we probably ought to use that stack of tools to make some some chillets for today as well. But I might just use ChatGPT in my usual style and uh, headline schedule, whichever it is, co-schedule headline yeah. generator studio thing. Yeah, great stuff. Well, like, thank awesome. you. You've helped me get over a bit of a writer's block as well. I'm like, what? You can just allow yourself to just write an article that isn't like perfect and, and also <laughs> it's a research. Like, yeah, it turns like you can. So <laughs> yeah. if that's, that's you listening and you also do that to yourself, then follow Jason's lead, not mine. So great stuff. Thanks, man. Awesome, man. Take care. Veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business. Better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable, specific and proven profit-taking actions. You can implement them at your own pace and let the power of this trusted framework revolutionize your company. The Profit Habits Workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement. For a limited time, we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60-page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. That was the E-Commerce Leader podcast with Michael Vesey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. We offer you free help on our website, including PDFs, videos, and mini courses on topics like traffic, products, and sales channels. Some are for Amazon, most are for any sales channel. To get those and to stay up to date with our podcasts, go to www.theecommerceleader.com. Thanks for listening.